So for me, when I talk about a goal, I set my activity as my goal. Because if I set my activity as my goal, then I hit that thing every single day. It's like, okay, I did all the things that I needed to do to get to that dude right there in five years or 10 years, whatever it is. What do you think about that? I think it's, I think you're, you're putting the intention out there. I think it's amazing. I think most people need to be intentional. One thing that we talk about in the course and we talk about in, in the book is right. You have to be intentional and most people, they're not intentional. And, and forgive me out there, my brothers and sisters, but so, so, so many of my Christian believers out there, they expect God to do everything for them. And no, God's going to bless you, but you got to give God something to bless. And, and what Sean is saying is you have to be intentional. You have to wake up. What is up, guys? Sean Bridge here, back with another episode of the podcast. You guessed it, the Determined Society. Today, I have with me someone very, very special, a good friend, someone that I really look up to. And the reason being is because he's all about what he says he's doing. He's all about people, God, and just showing love to everybody. I have with me today a business coach, a best-selling author. He's out there helping entrepreneurs and business owners scale their business, make money, and love life while they're doing it. Guys, welcome Daniel Gomez to the show. What's Sean, up, my man? my man? I've been looking forward to this on the calendar, brother, ready to bring some energy, bring some passion, and bring some truth about business and just life, man. So thank you for having me, brother. I'm excited to be here with you. Bro, I... Hey, I love it, man. The last two times I was like, I got sick. I got sick both times. And like, it's just like, it was funny. I read your message and you know, I'm like, it's like, bro, you, it's the second time you've gotten sick on me. I was like, yeah, dude, like, I guess you're right. Like, I don't, I don't know what to say. Hopefully you don't think that I don't want to do this. And uh, it's funny because, you know, Daniel and I were talking a little bit before we hit record and he's like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know, man. I'm in Fort Myers, Florida. I think we're going to get hit with a hurricane tomorrow, but here we are. We're going to do this damn show. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm praying for your protection over there, my brother. Just know that, man, because I know uh, had an event. Oh, I appreciate it. had a big event in Miami, and I know that they were concerned about the hurricane, and it's 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 real, right? When you're part of Florida and a resident there, it's something that happens yeah. year in and year out, so you got to be prepared for that. You know, it's funny because I actually took the time to exercise and I told you so to my wife today. And so guys uh, out there that are married, please don't, don't take my advice on this and don't do this regularly. Um, but I earned this one. When we, when we built this house and we moved in, there was two things that I wanted to get an in-ground generator, right? With the, you know, the propane tank. So the whole house goes and hurricane impact windows. And I was like, no, 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 we're good. We're good. We're good. And so today I just looked at her, I go, this is the last time I'm worrying about hurricane shutters. And I finally got the, you're right. So yeah, <laughs> there will be well, hurricane. Know, there will be hurricane impact windows in this house. Well, by know, next the summer. good thing about it is <laughs> you're preparing for the future. You're preparing for what's to come. And, and in business, most people never even prepare themselves for what's right. And, and what do I mean by that? Right. You, you have to, yeah. you have to have wisdom in business. You have to have wisdom in life. And most people, they, they don't have, I call it common sense. They don't even apply common sense. And, and a good example of that is they make $100. They want to spend $200 in business, and you can't do that. you got to reinvest it inside yourself. you got to prepare for your growth. you got to prepare for the next level. And, and when we came out with our new brand, the makings of a millionaire mind, it's like I, didn't, I wasn't planning on making it a brand. It was just going to be a book. And then they actually know we're investing $10,000, another $20,000. i am like, okay, like what's going on here? But 
you have to make those investments because you don't know what's about to come around the corner like that hurricane. You got to be, it's called preparation, right? Everybody wants to be successful, but think about this. I'm mean, now we're talking about, we're, we're using engineering terms. If, if everybody wants to live in the big mansion, everybody wants to live in the big house, but before you can live in the big house, Sean, you got to pour the concrete, you got to form the foundation, then mm -hmm. you got to frame it, whether you use wood or two by fours or you have the structure and that's the beginning and it looks it looks ugly right and think about when you see a house under construction like that's going to be my house where's the storage you don't you can't see it but then when you as it started the wall started to come up you're like wow i see it and that's the way your business needs to be you need to start with the right foundation everybody wants to live in the business and make millions but they don't want to build a proper foundation and that's why most businesses fell within the first right 90 percent fell within the first three years because they have the wrong foundation and they lack the structure, they lack the framing, they lack the integrity, right? And not integrity as far as moral integrity, but the integrity of the strength. Are you gonna withstand that hurricane? Are you gonna, do you have the proper windows? And 90% of them, they don't. You know, it's funny because like, you know, getting into this a couple of years ago, like I didn't know any of this stuff. And, you know, for me, I'm always trying to prepare for two years down the road. And a lot of times people say, hey, you need to work on what's in front of you right now. And I get that to a certain point. Like, I truly understand that. But, you know, I'm different. Like, in, in, in people that have worked with me in my corporate world and say, why are you able to do what you're able to do in your sales every single year, every single month? Why are you the dude? Well, it's because I see things before they happen. And I don't mean I'm some visionary. I mean, like some weird, you know, like minority, <laughs> you know, with the cog sitting in my, in my, in my basement or anything like that. But it's just like, I'm able to kind of see things, right? I'm truly able to see like, okay, like, I think this is going to happen. How can I beat it there? And if I can beat it there, then I know that I'm ready. I'm like sitting here and it's coming at me. I'm like, okay, I already dealt with you. It's so the same thing with the hurricane impact windows, right? Like I know next year I'm not going to worry about hurricanes. My biggest, my biggest stressor is going to be like, can I get to the water and the gas pump before everybody in Florida goes crazy? <laughs> and that's the same thing. I love, I love how you put that because you know that's the thing though in business it's completely applicable. Yeah. We are not preparing for the hurricanes in our business, most of us. And the other thing is, is like when you're building it, ladies and gentlemen, listen to the show. Right. When you guys hit play, you know, you're going to get some knowledge dropped on you by my people that come on the show. My guests always have the best things to say. But when you're building that house, right, and you're looking around, like, is that going to be my house? Like, I remember when my, our, we're building our house. I'm like, that's my bathroom. <laughs> like, where am I going to go to the bathroom? How's this thing going to work out? And when you and dude, it's funny that you said that, because literally building this business over the last couple of years, it's like, that's the thought. Like, dude, where's the where? Where's the bathroom? Yeah. Like literally that is how I felt for the last years. Like, and, dude, where's and, the bathroom? And you know what most, most <laughs> businesses don't do is this is they don't, they they're building the foundation of the house and they build all the luxuries, but they forget their, the, the reserves. And I have a different approach on the reserves. I believe you, you have to save 10% of every dollar you earn, right? I believe you give 10% to charity, whatever you support, but you have to, it's, it's mandatory that you save 10%. And people say, why, Daniel? Because it's like, if you, you got to get in the habit of saving, not, right? I don't believe in, I don't believe in, emer I don't believe in the emergency fund. I believe in a freedom fund. It gives you freedom. It's about freedom. Mm -hmm. It's about freedom, Sean. It's about freedom to be able to, to give 
money to your daughter when she wants to buy her house. It's for the freedom to pay for the family vacation. It's for the freedom to say, you know, I've been working my butt off for the whole year. I want to take a couple of weeks off. I can because I have the freedom because I have money saved up. And and when you have a freedom account, right? I, I'm I'm against the uh, I'm against the emergency fund because if you to me if you if, if you're planning for an emergency, you're gonna have one. It's a negative connotation, yeah, yeah. right? It's negative. Yeah, because because yeah, like, what, yeah, because you're gonna attract it. So to me, I, what I teach is I teach a freedom fund. When you have a freedom fund, you have a freedom to buy a watch when you want it. You have a freedom to buy a car when you want it. You have a freedom to bless somebody when you want it. And just just the other day, right? And people mm-hmm. think people some people, man, Daniel, you're you're arrogant. You come across for only no. It's like. I'm, like yesterday at church, we were walking out, and, and I don't say this, I just say, I say this in all humility, but God says, hey, bless this guy. And I'm like, okay, well, it's hot outside. It's still hot in Texas. So I gave him, I, right, I shook his hand. I go, here, man, God bless you, brother. Oh, I can't take this. No, man, like, God put it in my heart. You're, you're stealing my blessing if you don't yeah. take it. But it's the freedom, it's the freedom <laughs> to pour into people and, and to bless other people. And, yeah. and, and I want to really, you're honest to hear this. You got to start saving your freedom fund. You got to start saving 10%. And people are going to say, Daniel, I don't even, I can't even afford this. Well, you can't afford not to save because that's, that's really what gave me the freedom over time. When my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer, Sean, it's like I had the freedom to start my business because I've always practiced this for the past 15, 20 years is right. I save a, I save a dime from every dollar and you don't think it's going to add up before you know it, you got 50,000, 60,000, a hundred thousand and a quarter million. And it builds up and you're like, wow, how did this happen? But it's just, it's, it's the freedom of knowing that, hey, it's going to be a, a rough month or, hey, this is going on or I don't going to go on. Make, like we went to Hawaii in May because I had a keynote over there and we were gone almost for 10 days. And I didn't even worry about it because it was just the fact that I had the peace of knowing, hey, I'm going to trust in God. Everything's going to work out. And then it worked out that we had we ended up having such a great time in, in, in uh, Hawaii that it just we ended up onboarding new clients over there and enrolling people in our program. So but it's because. I remember yeah. that. But I remember that. Right? I remember so I want, that. I, I, want to, I want your audience to hear this. Is When you have that freedom account, you don't have the stress, the pressure of closing a deal every single day. You're like, you know what? You want, right? It's like, I don't, I, I want your business. It's a different attitude, right? I want your business, Sean, but I don't need your business. Mm-hmm. And when you have that attitude, mm-hmm. it's like people want to deal with people that can like lead that way. Yeah, man. Uh, so a couple of things. Uh, first and foremost to that, um, people can smell that a mile away. If you're desperate for the deal, you're desperate to close them. Guess what? You're not going to because they're going to pick up on that energy and they're like, well, hey, if this person really wants to sell that bad, maybe his program or her program's really not going to really help me, right? Because there's no value in it. So I love that. The other thing is, is like just attention to time because that was in May. I feel like you were just there two weeks ago. Is I mean, like, I mean, like, that's the kind of matrix yeah. we're in, right? Like, I remember you and your family being in Hawaii and watching that whole journey, and just how you how you were so blessed while you were there, picking up new clients, onboarding new clients. And I, dude, I just felt like that was like last month. <laughs> like, I can't believe it was two months ago or May. Like, what? Yeah, I don't even know. It, it's almost it's October. October to here this weekend's going to be October. Yes, yeah, it's almost five <laughs> months ago. It doesn't even seem like it. And, and I want to, I want, you know, it, it's, 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 it's a journey when, when, when you start becoming right. Most people that want to start a business, they never embody the identity of a businessman. They leave the nine to five. They, they, they leave that corporate job and then they step into entre- entrepreneurship and then they stop there and they never fully invest 
in themselves and developing that millionaire mindset, that business mindset. And, and the biggest thing that people say, Daniel, how, right? First of all, I had a, I had a business mindset when I started my business, but at that point I was starting from, 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 from zero, from scratch. But the thing is when you start from zero and you already have, right? Somebody who comes in as an employee mindset, you start from new, well, you think like an employee, well, you're here at ground zero. But when you, when you have that business, when you ran multi-million dollar businesses, you kind of have a, a business mindset. So you start up a little bit higher. And then I said, well, even though I have a leg up, I still need to get more knowledge. So the first thing I did was hire yeah. two coaches, hired one, worked with him for six months, hired another one. And right, most people don't want to invest in themselves. And they really got to understand that. Why would you want to go around the circle of frustration, go around that circle over and over and over and over around that mountain? When just hire a coach, stop being cheap, stop thinking like an employee, yeah. see it yeah. as, a, as, as a return on investment, an investment in yourself, and it's going to accelerate what you're doing. And that's really what helped me to really not be scared. Because believe me, I mean, people say, oh, Daniel, you're, you're not scared. I go, man, I'm scared all the time. Believe me, I, I, my plans weren't to buy yeah. a new stage for $10,000. My plans weren't to buy. Yeah. You just did. It's like it's you got to. Yeah. It's so funny. You, you're uh, not funny, but it, when you when you talk about stepping into entrepreneurship, right? A lot of people step into entrepreneurship because that's the cool thing to do now, right? Like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Put it on my put it on my Instagram profile. I'm legit. Uh, no, that does not make you an entrepreneur. All right, what makes you an entrepreneur is starting your business and understanding that you cannot do it alone. And there's coaches out there like Daniel and like myself and other amazing individuals that we are you know, in communication with, uh, mutual friends, hire people like that. Because the one thing that I've seen, and this is the one that just gets me and I'm sure you, I'm sure you get it as well. Hey, I want to grow my business. I want to blow up my Instagram. I want to get some exposure. I want to go out there and speak. I want to write that book. I want everybody, people to, to turn and see my face. I'm like, cool. Awesome. Here's your investment. What? Oh, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, well, that's just a lot of money. I'm like, well, <laughs> okay, go, go buy a Jimmy John's. Yeah. You're going to need three quarters of a million dollars. Like what? I mean, something like that. I, I, what do you find? You know, and cause it, cause to me, there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of pretenders that want to jump in, but they don't want to spend 40,000, $50,000 on an annual program. Or they, they, that's honestly, yeah. that's cheap. <laughs> They want to. They want a free, right? They want free advice, and I don't mind, right? I, this is a, this is what I want your audience to hear: is that you can serve your way to being broke. You can serve your way out of business. What do, what do I mean by yeah, that? It's, it's the cool fad right now is is serve, right? I want to be a servant leader, service, and I'm I'm all about giving. Believe me, we 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 support a, a numerous of of charities and nonprofits and. But the thing is this, is think about COVID, the season we just came out of. Restaurants went out of business. Mm. Businesses went out of business probably because there was zero revenue. There was zero cash flow going through there. And, and everybody wants to give everything away and serve. And they're like, Daniel, why can't you just right, serve your way and help us? And I'm like, well, you got to make an investment because people that pay, pay attention, Sean. People that pay, pay attention. Mm -hmm. and, and there comes a point where you got to make that financial investment in yourself because it's just... It's just a, it's just a law, right? You reap what you sow, and if you can't sow that confidence into yourself, if you can't sow that investment in yourself, how do you expect other people to do it? And and the thing is, when you mm. pay, you pay attention. And I say that again because people need to understand that 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 there comes a point where 
right? I'm going to come and I'm going to help you and, and I'll give you a, a couple of tidbits. But after that, it's like, hey, it's not that I'm a, a butthead or I don't care. It's like, it's I've invested over $200,000 in myself. And to your point, think about this. Now, it's even more to buy a, a McDonald's franchise. You're going to pay a million dollars even just for the franchise before you sell one fry, one Happy Meal. So what makes you think that you're going to come mm-hmm. to business and have a zero investment interest in yourself. If you're not invested in you, then you're not gonna you're not gonna make it. And another thing to that is this: is that think about when people go to college. Right now, I just my son's gonna graduate this year. We've invested over a quarter million dollars into him into school before he even <laughs> right before he even graduates. So what makes you as an employee coming into a entrepreneur mindset, a small business, whichever one you want to call yourself, either a small business owner, entrepreneur? To think that you're not going to make an investment and you're going to succeed. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way, right? You have to pay the cost, right? You have to pay. Think about this. It's like you're talking about the hurricane coming. Who's going to say, well, let me do this. Before I pay my gas bill, before I pay my electricity bill, I'm just going to go and I'm going to turn on the stove in case it gets cold and I'm going to let the heat come out. No, you got to put wood in that, right? You got to make the investment and buy the wood, put it in there, turn it on. That's the investment. Then the heat comes. The heat doesn't come. And then you're going to put the wood in there and turn on the electricity. It's, it'd be stupid or dumb to think that way, but that's the way we think in business, yeah. right? I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to get the money. Then I'm going to, no, you, the, the success comes first and then you attract the revenue and people think that, oh, I'm going to attract the monies. No. And then be successful. It doesn't work that way. Success comes before the monies. Dude, it's, it's, that is the point. That is the very point, right? And we understand it. And there was a time where, you know, maybe that had to be beaten into our head, right? So we're not here to beat you up. This is not us telling you guys that are listening, gals that are listening, that you don't know what you're doing. But, but I mean, here, think about this. If I tell you, hey, type this address in, and when you see on Zillow, it's a mansion, and it's worth $7 million on the beach in Destin, Florida. And I tell you, all you have to do is give me 50 grand in two days and it's yours. Um, it, that fit, you're going to go to everybody, you know, and you will have that 50 grand. Yes. Right. Cause when you know the true value of something. The money is nothing. There's just an exchange of energy. Right. So you're going to go get that 50,000. You have to look at when you are hiring coaches for your business so you can be successful in an online space where it is uber competitive because dudes like Daniel and myself have way too much energy. We will go and we will invest what we need to invest. Right. But if you look at your career, if you look at the business you want to build, like that $7 million house on the beach, 40, 50 grand is nothing. Like it's nothing. Think about it. You know, that, that you're able to find that no matter what. I think people get really caught up on that, that it just, it scares them. It's like, you know, sticker shock, (laughs) no pun intended, or maybe pun intended. I I love that. I love that. It's it's like I talk about in my book is, is you have to protect your heart. Right. And I, and I say, I talk about that because Mm -hmm. there's going to come a point like myself I'll be honest, Sean, I got lazy, right? I'm, I'm, right? So I'm, I'm not bashing the audience, but I'm going to bash myself, right? And I'm going to be real. I'm going to be genuine. I, I got lazy. I'll never forget being in, in Florida. We were on this yacht, and, and we, were, we had an event with Floyd Mayweather, and it was beautiful. And I told this guy, hey, I'm going to buy that house. That's a beautiful house. And they gave us a tour on the yacht. They showed us the Al Pacino house, Scarface, and Gloria Stefan's house. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm like, but there was this beautiful house. And I just said, man, I'm going to have a house like that. And the guy looked at me like he kind of chuckled. I said, seriously. So we got back to the hotel room and I was looking at the pictures and I'm like, this isn't good. And my friend goes, what's wrong? I'm like, dude, my cheeks look chubby. He's like, well, what's wrong with that? I'm like, bro, I got lazy. Like, I didn't realize how lazy, comfortable, right? Success can make you yeah. comfortable sometimes, Sean. And, and I said, as much as I want that house, I really, I self-reflected that whole night. And then that next day, as, I, as we were just doing things there, I said, the person that I am today can't buy that house. I, I, that's not, that's not me right now. Currently, I got to grow into that person. I called my trainer that I have right now, Reggie. I said, hey, bro, you've been wanting to train me for a year now. And I need you at my house Monday at 630 if you want to do this. He goes, what? Like, I caught him out of the blue. I'm like, bro, either you're going to come or I'm going to hire somebody else. He goes, I'll be there. I don't know what happened, but I'll be there. And I just said, man, like, I, I, I didn't realize because I was going, right? It wasn't that I wasn't going to the gym, Sean. I was going to the gym because I always, I always make little comments on your post too, right? Like, come on, another, another rep. I was going <laughs> yeah. through the motions. Exactly. But I was just going to the gym, just mm -hmm. going through the motions, right? Really, there was no intensity. There was no yeah. passion. There was no, it was just to say I went to the gym. But I'll tell you, once I hired Reggie, everything changed because this is what I said to myself. I said, my cheeks are chubby. Even though our business is growing, I'm not pushing myself in my workouts. And I, I believe, which is mm. right, the way you do something is the way you do everything. I said, so if I'm taking shortcuts in my workout, I'm taking shortcuts in business. I just can't see it because I don't have the awareness of where, where I'm at. The moment I hired Reggie, right, man, this past, right, I, in November will be a year that I've been working with them uh, three days a week, sometimes four days a week comes to my house. Our revenue, we're, we've already doubled what we did last year, and we're going to have a record-breaking year this year. And I attribute that, a huge part of that, because I made the investment, not just in the business aspect, but in my physical health, hiring Reggie, because it pushed me to not be lazy, not be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I said, man, so I have my mind, one more set, one more rep in, in the workout gym. So over here, I'm like, one more phone call, one more client, right? I just, I, yeah. I, just, yeah. I, I took myself to yeah. another level. Yeah, man, it's important because, you know, some people, you know, can push themselves in the gym and some people need that push. Um, <clears throat> for me, I can push myself in the gym, but I know I would benefit from someone like right there, right? I don't think one-on-one -on -one coaching or in-person coaching uh, for, for, for workouts is, is dead. I think it's still very much a thing and it should be. But it's funny you mentioned because we all go through those seasons in our life, in our lives, right? We... We go through the workouts, but, you know, maybe our nutrition's not on point and we're building this business and, you know, some things do suffer, but it takes a very special, honest moment with yourself. And, and what I want the audience to really, truly understand is like, we are harder on ourselves than we could ever be harder on you. Like I analyze myself constantly. It's like, okay, dude, like, are you that guy right now? Like, this is where you want to be in your business. But yo, are you that guy right now? Because if you're not that guy right now, you're not going to get there. So I love that you mentioned that because uh, that's an important thing. You had to become that guy. And there's nothing wrong with being honest with yourself and literally coming to that conclusion. Yeah. And the thing is, this is, is we tend to blame others. We tend to blame COVID, right? I, I, people that blame COVID, I think mm -hmm. COVID did have a, a hindrance on business, but it either made you better or made you bitter. And you either grew through that or you became a victim of it. And, and I say that because mm. I had to grow through that. I lost the first week, the first week 
of COVID, I lost fifty thousand dollars in in keynotes. I that's what that was my business. I was just a straight up speaker, and yeah. it's like no no right. There was no business, no book sales, right? No. There was, going anywhere. So I had to I had to learn like what else can I do? What what else is there to do, or how can I implement the speaking into the different aspects of my business? So so it was right. really being honest with Daniel is like, hey, it's time to grow and. And this is the thing is, is, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, and I mean this with all sincerity. I talk about my uh, financial thermostat in my book. And in our course, we talk about what are you doing to raise your financial thermostat? Because if you come out, if you come out of corporate America and you're working nine to five and you're making $50,000 a year, well, then most of us, 80% of the entrepreneurs are only going to make 50000 in revenue in their business. If you're making 100000 you're going to come out and the likelihood of you hitting that is a hundred thousand because your financial thermostat is there. So you have to raise that mm -hmm. financial thermostat to know that your business has to grow beyond what you're comfortable with. And if you don't raise that financial thermostat, if you don't raise your financial set point, it, your business is never going to grow. And that's why most businesses stay stagnant. They stay comfortable. And then people say, well, I'm not doing bad. I got my own business and I'm making more than about the, what I'm making at my other company and my other job. And I'm, I'm, they get comfortable. And you got to understand that you have to grow that financial set point, that financial thermostat. Why not thinking multi-millions, thinking hundreds of millions? Like, right, I just, we went the other day, sent it to go look at this house. It, 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 uh, an old spur used to live there, right? San Antonio spur. And I told my brother, you know what? I need to mm. go out there and I, I, I need to go touch my goal. He's like, what do you mean? I go, yeah, I, goes, I go, I'm not ready to buy this house yet, but I need to go touch this goal. So we went looking at this $3 million home. Dude, it was amazing, right? They gave mm -hmm. us this tour. And and could we buy this house? Maybe right now, but we would be home for it, I'll be honest with you, because right I, to buy a $3 million yeah. home. But the thing is this, is I allowed myself to go out there and experience this whole different level of living than what we have right now. And I was like, why not? But that little things yeah. like that put you at that next level in that financial thermostat, that financial success level. You got to raise your financial set point and you got to do things that make you uncomfortable. So what is it in your life right now? What is it in your business? Maybe, maybe you're thinking I need new offices. Well, go out there and go look at a new office space and go dream, go touch it, go take a tour of this building. And you're saying, mm -hmm. Daniel, I can't afford it. Well, stop saying I can't afford it. Stop saying, how can I afford it? Oh. And go out there and walk exactly. through there, go test drive that new car, go, go try on that new tag, that new Rolex, whatever you want. And, and, and taste the dream, taste the goal. Because the, the thing is this, what, what I see, Sean, is most people get caught up in the task. And they think because they get caught up in the task, mm -hmm. that that's the goal. No, the, the task is not the goal. The goal is the vision, right? And I, I ask people, well, what, do you, what is goal? Well, it's a desired, I don't know. That most people don't even know what a goal is, right? They say it, but I go, well, I, I, I told this one guy, what's it? I'll give you $100 right now if you tell me what's the definition of a goal. And he couldn't tell me. Well, I go, you, you use the word. It's a financial outcome, of, uh -huh. uh, right? It's a desired outcome that you want as a human being. What's a desired outcome that you want? But you got to do things to get you to that desired outcome. You have to envision it. You have to go taste it. You have to go touch it and walk through it. And I'll tell you, I was, I was, I was a little nervous because it was just like, sometimes when you go to these open houses, whether it's uh, right, big old mansions, they're like, well, where's your pre-approval letter? And we didn't have one. I just said, hey. My realtor, my realtor did send me because we do have our realtor. Yeah, it's in the mail, real, right? But my realtor did send us, and and it was it, it was a good mm -hmm. experience. And like, you got you got to do that because now 
like I look back of what we've done and so many things have come just for real for us this this, this year Sean has been it's been amazing what God's done for us you know it's it's uh, you have been blessed uh you know I've been very very uh you know, you come across people and then, you know, you, you follow them, they follow you back and you don't really know what's going on with them. But dude, it's been a pleasure watching you in the last year, just doing what you're doing. Um, like I'm rooting for you, bro. You know that I, I absolutely love it. I'm still waiting to figure out why you haven't asked me to speak at the sticker shock yet, but I guess we'll get to that when we get to it. Um, but no, it's funny because <laughs> you see what I did there, guys. It's about putting things out in intention. Um, but dude, like, you're talking about the goal, right? You're, I'm just like you. Now, I, you know, my wife can sit there. I'm like, hey, that's not a reality right now. I don't want to go get excited about something. Uh, she, got the, she has the accountant yeah. brain where I'm like a Labrador retriever with a bone. Like I want to go look at it because I know if I go look at it, if I sit in that vehicle, if I go walk through that house, I can reverse engineer everything from that point on. Right. I did it with the house that we're in right now and I could do it. I, could, I, I do it all the time. So it's funny because when you talk about a goal, we all have that end yeah. game, right? Where we're going to be, right? It's not because I don't define it as where I want to be. I know I'm going to be globally, a global, like a global speaker. I know this is going to be a thing. So for me, when I talk about a goal, I set my activity as my goal. Because if I set my activity as my goal, then I hit that thing every single day. It's like, okay, I did all the things that I needed to do to get to that dude right there in five years or 10 years, whatever it is. What do you think about that? I think it's, I think you're, you're, you're putting the intention out there. I think it's amazing. I think most people need to be yeah. intentional. One thing that we talk about in the course and we talk about in, in the book is right. You have to be intentional. And most people they're not intentional. And, and forgive me out there, my brothers and sisters, but so, so, so many of my Christian believers out there, they expect God to do everything for them. And no, God's going to bless you, but you got to give God something to bless. Mm -hmm. And and what Sean is saying is you have to be intentional. You have to wake up and, and you have to, right? There's, there's different seasons under the sun. What do I mean by that? There's a season to sow seeds. So there's a time that you, I'm making phone calls where we're doing out there, we're prospecting. And, and right, it's just no sales are coming in and that couldn't last a week, two weeks. And then next thing you know, the third week, sales start coming in, which is part of the gig, right? Mm -hmm. So what, what Sean is saying is you got to do both. You got to sow seeds and then you got to reap the harvest. But most people, Sean, is, is when the harvest is there, they don't see the opportunities because they're poor-minded. And they focus on the problems. Yeah. They focus on the obstacles. And instead of seeing the obstacles as an opportunity – it's like they, they miss the blessing because they're not used to thinking that way. And it's, it, you have to really see that there's an abundance of, of opportunity out there. There's an abundance of work out there. There's an abundance of, of money out there for all of us. And, and it gives you the freedom to really go out there and make a difference. So when you set that task or that, that daily goal, like you're saying, it's going to lead to, right. It's, it's, it's going to lead to a bigger success down the road. And, most people don't like that. You know why, Sean? Because they, they want the instant gratification. They want the microwave. I want to put it into the a microwave and I want my pizza mm -hmm. right now. And I, I was guilty of that. I'm, I'm yeah. totally honest. Like, I, haven't we all been at one point? It's like I still have flashes of it, right? I mean, it still yeah. comes up. 
But like you said, you just you, you have to think. Well, what the thing is this is if if as much as I wanted to be where I am today five years ago, I would have collapsed. I wasn't I wasn't ready for it. And we think we're ready for it. We really yeah. think we're ready for it. And it goes back to the foundation that I started off with. My foundation would have collapsed. I would have self-imploded. And we know what think about what happened as we came out of 2020. How many speakers, how many coaches, how many businesses didn't make it because they had the improper foundation. They were just putting band-aids on their foundation, on their business, on their lives. And then when the pressure came, it was like the big bad wolf. The big bad wolf came and the house was made of straw and sticks and he thought it was made of bricks, but it wasn't. So it, it collapsed under that. And, and I'm glad that, that God yeah. didn't give me the, the success that I wanted back then because I wouldn't have handled it. Yeah, I think I think it's very important for everybody, you know, whether you you're a podcast host or you're an entrepreneur, speaker, school teacher, you know, Pizza Hut manager, just understand what you have in your life right now is exactly what you need. Yeah. And I think that is very very difficult for uh very driven people to accept and swallow that pill. Because for me, if you tell me if you told me right now, "Hey, French, where you're at right now is exactly what you can handle." I would want to like like, all right, bro, let's wrestle. Cause like, I don't, I don't like that, but the reality is there's something right. And there's something that you're in right now, you know, that needs to be addressed in order for you to go and be, you know, every single thing that you, you know, you have, you have a, you have a Daniel Gomez 3.0, like there is right. You're at 2.0 right now. You want 3.0, but you got to get there. And so it's the same thing with me and like in, in competitive people like myself and like yourself, man, that can be tough sometimes. But the understanding, like, okay, this is, this is fine. What's going on right now? I'm supposed to be, this is happening for me. Like, this is what God wants for me. I'm, I'm learning something here. Like, so I can either be pissed about it or I can say, all right, dude, you know, way more than me. You haven't failed me yet. Just I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm going to go through it. And I think like, I think it's a very, at times I can be very painful, right? Because, uh, I went through a season probably two months ago where, I mean, and, and I'll say this on, on, on open air. I don't care. There was a point, dude, like, and I was getting ready to record some big shows with some, with some big people out there in like 15 minutes before I was on the verge of tears. It's like, dude, like I can't, I, I don't know what's going on. I can't handle this. And it was that season is that season of just all the calls, all the no sales, all the, no thank yous. And then boom. Yeah. It, it, you got to go through it. <laughs> well, you got to yeah. go through well, it. Well, the thing is this, I never forget we had, we had Bradley on the podcast and, and I was, I was nervous and, and you could tell at the beginning of it that I was, and, but it was okay. It's like, I, I won because I put myself in that arena. So then when I had Brandon Dawson yeah. on there, like, man, Brandon Dawson was my best friend, right? We, we text each other. And and I felt right. It, it just put me in that confidence, and it was just like, wow, right? I'm I'm having yeah. I'm having a conversation with probably one of the top 100 wealthiest men in, in the world, not in America, but in the world, Brandon Dawson, right, from Grand Cardinal Ventures. And it's like, dude, like, yeah, good stuff, man. Let's do this, right? I'm like, cool, and, and we carried it, and 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 yeah. to be with him and to text him and for, to correspond with him, it's like you got to know that that people see your heart, people see your intentions, and mm-hmm. But I had to grow into that person. And, and, and what I want your audience to, to take away from this is that I went through this too, because Sean, right? This is, 
I want your audience to hear this because I just went through this with a client of mine and I was going through this is that everybody wants to have the big business and have their revenue, but they think poor minded in so many ways. And what do I mean by that? They don't pay their vendors on time. They get a, they get an invoice. They have the money in the bank and then I'll just pay it later mm -hmm. or, or, or they, they know they owe money and, and they don't pay that invoice. Whether it, I don't care if it's $50 or $1,000, I pay my invoice, God willing, within the first two days, right? That's my goal because I know what it's like and God honors that. And the second thing is, is just yeah. you gotta pay your employees. And most people, when on, on, on a conference that I had, a coaching call that I had, this, this conference call, like, I, I told uh, my class, I said, why don't you hire somebody? They're like, well, because I don't wanna, <laughs> I want the money for myself. I'm like, that's, you're never gonna grow. You're never gonna mm -hmm. grow. So listen to what I'm saying. Those two things will hinder you from becoming that next level, that 3.0 version, right? Forget the 2.0. Everybody used to, but like, like Sean said, the 3.0 version. And I had to really grow through that, Sean, because we're not right now. It's not, it, it, right? Hundreds don't, hundreds don't scare me. Thousands don't scare me. But now we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? My, my, if I was to tell you what my monthly nut is every single month, my son's like, Dad, how do you sleep? I'm like, son, because we got the revenue to cover the expenses and more. But you have to pay your people. Mm -hmm. You have to pay your employees right then and there. And people that don't pay them, their businesses suffer because it's a lack of character. And God doesn't bless, right? Dishonest scales, God doesn't bless that. And when your vendor sends you a bill, pay your vendors. It, I know what it's like, man. I, I remember five years ago, I was dying just to get to $5,000 a month. It's like $5,000 a month. I'm like, hallelujah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, Look at this. It happened. It and, and it's like, wow, it was a big really? deal just to get to 5,000. And, and <laughs> praise God, now we got $5,000 days all the time. But I remember what it's like. So it's like, pay those people, pay those vendors. And and, yeah. and, and that's the first yeah. mistake that, so don't make that mistake, grow. It's going to hurt. You're going to be scared, believe me. But I promise you, when you pay that invoice right off the bat, when you pay your employees right off the bat, man. It's, and then the second thing is this, is that you got to duplicate yourself. No business is going to grow Unless you duplicate yourself as as the owner, whatever you do, delegate mm -hmm. it, but duplicate yourself. Now, right, we're making revenue off of off of right our, our courses because we invested in the sales team. Well, I don't want to be selling everybody everybody all the time. So pay a commission. No. And people don't want to do that because they want to keep the money off of themselves and you're never gonna grow. But if you don't have that team, you don't have all that money to yeah. even split. Like guys, think about this. This is exactly what he was talking about poor minded. You're talking about this, this fictional $200,000. Well, if I have a sales team, you know, I got to pay them 20 grand or whatever the money, whatever the, whatever it is, doesn't matter. It could be 40 grand. Yeah. But you have 160 left. Like where you wouldn't have that. You would have maybe a net of maybe $45,000 if you're doing it yourself. Maybe. Dude, it's hard. You need people out there pushing. So here's the shift. Here's the shift. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want a big, humongous piece of a small little cake? Or do you want a generous <laughs> slice of a humongous cake? I know I'm choosing the latter. Most people think in the format because they, right? You got to buy, you got to go buy this book. Go to the makings of a millionaire mind.com. That's the makings of a millionaire mind.com. Get your book, get the course. It's going to help you. Don't go with the, right? Don't go with that big old slice 
for yourself. No, be generous. Just take a, a good portion of the bigger, bigger slice of the bigger, bigger cake. Don't take that small cake and you have the, a, right, a big old piece of a small nothing when you can have a generous slice of a big old humongous piece of a, just think of a pizza. We don't want a cake, right? Maybe you're saying that, well, guess what? Would you rather have a, prep, a, a personal pizza and it's all to oh, yourself? Right. Think about that. Yeah, it's a better analogy, right? You got a personal pizza yeah. and you eat it in one bite or do you want a <laughs> super duper giant, right? Humongous pizza and one slice is bigger than a personal pan pizza. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And because I was going to get to this, as I always put this stuff in the show notes for for my guests. Is it makings of a millionaire? Yeah, the makings of a millionaire mind.com. Yeah, I have that. So, guys, the makings of a millionaire mind.com. Go buy the book, enroll in the courses. Um, if you heard anything today that really kind of you know stuck out to you that Daniel said, man, like get in contact with his team. Like truly just bet on yourself. I'm going to buy the damn book. I know. I mean, listen, like you, you have to be able to take direction from people you respect, right? So you got something out of it, please. I mean, so I didn't want you to feel like we, we're definitely going to cover that. I'm going to put, and I'm actually going to link it back to your website in the show notes. So they can just click on your name and it takes them right to that actual page so they yeah, can buy and, that and, book. And I say, because I they need it. Because it's like, I know what we have significantly helps people because I've seen it. I've seen it in my own life. Mm -hmm. I've seen it in my son. I've seen it in, 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 in people that, that I love. Right. And it's, it's not about selling a book. It's not about selling a course. It's about impacting your life and significantly changing, right? Yeah. Significant, that huge shift. If, if I can change your heart, your life's going to change. And that's where the true transformation comes, right? Cause, cause the word of wisdom says this is that, as a man thinking in his heart, so is he. And it's beyond the intellect. And, and you got to believe that you're worthy and deserving no more. You got to believe that you're worthy and deserving of God's best. You got to believe that you're not an accident, right? We, we've all screwed up. I've screwed up so many times, mm. but it's, it's beyond <laughs> it's beyond the failures that the fact that you have breath and you're listening to Sean right now, you're, you're watching this podcast right now. God's not done with you yet. You got to be crazy enough no, to believe no. in yourself. You got to be crazy enough to know that there's still something left in your tank. There's, you got to be crazy enough to, to dream bigger than you've ever dreamed before. And it doesn't matter how many failures and mistakes you've made because, Sean, man, if I, if I had a list, it, 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, listen, it would be a rap sheet for me. I can tell you that much, you know, mistakes every single day, you know, and I, I appreciated this time with you, dude. And I know you and I are going to connect further um, because I see us doing a lot of stuff together in the future. Um, you're going to let in the plane here, but uh, I think I already know the, the answer to this question because um, we, we spoke about it, but um, how can my audience best support you? Know, you? The, the best way you can support me is just whether it's with me or anybody, invest in yourself, make the commitment mm -hmm. to invest in you because we all need help and you're seeing Daniel go with inspires. I'm nothing without God. And for me, my faith is, is everything. And my wife and my children, and then my business comes. So really look at where you're at and be honest with yourself. Cause the only thing stopping is stopping you is you. All human limitations are self-imposed. You're limiting yourself. And when you realize that you're limitless, whether it's buying my book, great. If it's buying Sean's book, great, but invest in yourself. 
and commit. Buy yeah, buy both. <laughs> commit to investing in yourself because I'll tell you this: the moment you truly decide to want better, everything changes. And and, and I would encourage you to to make that commitment that you're going to continue to know that you're worthy of this success that God's given you, and that right, it's going to take time. So I want you to commit by helping yourself to know that it takes, it's, you have to have patience. We all want that overnight success, Sean. And I've been there, like we were talking about yeah, it. Man. I've been there. So whatever it is to you, make, you have, you have to make a financial commitment because something happens when you, when you sow, this is what, this is what, this is what I want your audience to catch is that when you sow seed into somebody else's business, it's just reciprocated. Then people sow, right? The finances come back to you because you reap what you sow. So go to the makings of a millionairemind.com. When you read the book, it's going to change your life. When you get the course, 27 powerful modules, they're going to, it comes with the workbook, right? We even have, Sean, we even invested whoever, I'll tell you what, whoever buys the course. You know what you, that's not, okay. Hold on. That's not ever around. Like guys, if you get, if you buy into a digital course, you are not getting a workbook sent to you. I'll give, I'll, I'll mail you the workbook. Like, like wow. we spent thousands of dollars wow. developing this workbook because it's about the impact. I could have, I could have just done cheap and done a PDF, but no, like it's, it's about transforming. Yeah. It's, value. it's about value. So that's, yeah. yeah that's man. Awesome. And, and I just want, I want to, I want to say, Sean, thank you for having me, brother. I had a great, great time. Dude, you know, yeah, I'm epic, epic time man. with you, brother. Bro, 45 minutes flew by <laughs> like that. Right. I mean, that's when, you know, you're in good company. Um, so last question, man, how can I best support you? Man, just, you're already doing it, brother. Thank you for being you and, and you're a blessing. And, and I, I want to thank you for, for just the love you show me and the, the respect. And I hope I do the same for you too. And, you know, I, I think part of maturity too, I mean, it's, it's a good example, right? I think the audience needs to hear this. Is sometimes life happens. And like Sean said, you know, we had to move our interview twice. And sometimes the old Daniel would have been like, well, screw you, right? I don't need to be on your podcast. But yep. people get sick, right? Right now, I don't yep. feel 100%, but I committed to being on this show and I'm, I showed up and I just bought some medicine. And it's just like, people need to realize that it's, it's you have to mature. And I can tell you, Sean, that I've matured these past two years and I thought I was mature two years ago, but it's, it's a never ending process, man. So just... It's always a level yeah. up, man. It's always a level up from the, from the time before. Like, how can you get better? And I appreciate you being so patient with me and uh, I'm excited. I'm glad we finally got it done. And um, listen, guys, if you, if you, if anything in this interview inspired you, but listen to Daniel Gomez inspire, which I'm sure it did. Please, please share the show. Tag me, tag him in, in your social stories. We'll add it back to our social platform. And um, if you're not already following the show or subscribe to my show, please subscribe, listen weekly and write a review. I love hearing and reading amazing reviews and feedback from all of you guys. So that being said, I love you guys so much. If you're on the East Coast this week, please be careful of Hurricane Ian. Be smart. Don't do anything dumb. Don't go fly a kite or surf. I love you guys. Talk to you soon.